Hello, everyone. My name is Sarah Iris Fox, and I want to extend a warm welcome to the Rough Edges podcast. Rough Edges exists to provide mental health education as well as faith-based messages in order to inspire growth and foster healing. In this podcast, I will guide you through my faith and mental health journey to dispel the stigma surrounding mental illness and to create a voice for those who wish to discover more about these topics. My hope is that this podcast will not only shed light on mental health issues, but will also reveal the intersection between faith and mental illness in order to bring growth and healing in our communities. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Rough Edges. Today, I have a very special guest with me today. Her name is Rebecca Colvin. Rebecca was diagnosed with bipolar depression in her teens 14 years ago. She graduated from college with a major in music and a minor in psychology in 2017. In that same year, she officially moved out to San Antonio, Texas, and have been there ever since. In 2021, Rebecca started an Instagram account designed to help give hope and spread positivity regarding bipolar wellness, and it's called Hello Bipolar Positivity, and that's all one word. This account has enabled her to meet people from all walks of life who have bipolar and other mental illnesses. She is blessed to be able to share what she's learned in her years of dealing with mental health problems and to strengthen the resilience of all mental health warriors. One day, she hopes to be an author of her own book on bipolar. Welcome, Rebecca. Thank you. Yeah, so Rebecca, I'm so happy that you're here today. And also, I just want to get to know you a little bit better. So yes. what are three things that you are passionate about and why? Uh, well, I'm really passionate about helping people be their best selves. It really saddens me when people are, you know, struggling in life. So I really love giving them a boost and helping them. Um, I think another thing I'm really passionate about is music. I really love music. Um, I listen to it all the time. And that's one of the reasons I had a major in music is because I just really, um, I just love playing it. I just love everything about it. And then I also like how it makes people feel. So, and then I think the third thing I'm um, about me. I'm really curious about things. So I love learning new things. Like that's my whole life is I'm always learning new things. So. Yeah, I really love that. And I resonate especially with the music and the curiosity because I also love music. I just like, it's, it just helps me like move through life more efficiently and it just calms me down. It makes me feel Mm -hmm. good. Like I just love music and the curiosity. I'm always asking questions. (laughs) So I really appreciate that as well. So thank you for that. And Take us through your experience with mental health. I know, as I mentioned in your bio, that you have dealt with bipolar disorder. So could you like um, take us through like what that looks like for you and what your experience was with bipolar? Yeah, for sure. So uh, when I was in, I think I was a sophomore in high school, that's when I was diagnosed. Um, I was on antidepressants. I was in, I had 
bad depression when my grandparents passed away in uh, high school. Well, actually, it was in middle school. And then, um, so I was on antidepressants and then for some reason, something just triggered and it wasn't because I was, you know, I was scared. It wasn't anything like that. It was just, I got really excited for some reason. I think there was like a dance coming up and lo and behold, like a few weeks later, I'm hospitalized for bipolar and I had no idea that I had it. Like that was my first time ever being diagnosed with it. And then one year later, around the same time I got my second manic episode, it was like, it was fully manic, like it was bad. And then I went a long time without another one until my freshman year of college. And then I, uh, well, kind of to make a long story short, I had to drop out, had to go to community college. And then two years later, I did my four-year university And then it wasn't until way after I graduated, so in 2019, so this is an eight-year gap, but in 2019 is when I had my first hypomanic attack, like a bad hypomanic attack, Um, but I never had a manic episode. So Mm. I've just kind of been going through life between episodes, so. Yeah, well, thank you so much for sharing that. And Mm -hmm. I also love how, you know, you weren't afraid to like take that necessary gap um, between school because I, I empathize with that because a lot of the times we think we have to keep going and going and going and that we have to continue on till we finish. And sometimes it's okay to just step back and prioritize your mental health. So I appreciate that part of your story as well. Thank you. Yeah. So what inspired you to create your Instagram account because I have been like just totally blessed by everything that you post. (laughs) So I just want to know what, (laughs) yeah, I just want to know what inspired you to create that platform and your guide on how to manage bipolar disorder. Cause I know you have, yeah. Uh, Yeah. I'd be happy to send you a copy. I I love writing. That's, I forgot to say that's one of my passions is writing. Um, So yeah, it was, uh, it was just a few years into my journey with bipolar. So I was, uh, I think I was a sophomore in college and I decided that, you know what, I want to make myself a guide for something that if I'm having a bad time, I need hope and I need something that can help me deal with it. So it was like my own way of helping myself cope. And then over the years, people, you know, um, friends would ask me for it, or if they were diagnosed bipolar, I would share it with them. It's just like a, like a simple PDF file, like 17 or 18 pages, but it's helped people. And so I'm really, really uh, blessed to get to share that. But the Hello Bipolar Positivity is actually a play on the guide, which is Hello Bipolar. Mm. So that was my username was Hello Bipolar Positivity, um, which is a really long username but it really encompassed what I wanted to do, which was to give people positivity and hope um, with bipolar. Because I don't know about you, but I hate negativity like so much. And mm-hmm. so seeing everyone posting like, 
oh my god my life is horrible oh my god i'm having another episode oh my gosh i can't survive <laughs> like i'm like oh you poor soul i need to do something so i would just i just post stuff um and i i don't like to admit when i'm struggling but sometimes i get i can get a little bit vulnerable there so <laughs> Yeah, I I definitely agree with you. It's like we need more of a positive outlook on it. And it's not so positive where it leans into toxic positivity, but it's just like the positive aspect of having hope during those times because a lot of people are just so hopeless. And like you said, it's like people post about the negative aspects and it's like, wait, there are some positive aspects, <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, you know, so I appreciate you just creating that space where we can have more positive outlooks on mental health, especially bipolar disorder. Yeah, for sure. And I will say something else with positivity. Um, you are right. Like it's not toxic positivity. Toxic positivity, kind of just to explain that a bit more, is just like when you're like, don't worry, be happy, everything's good, you know, just stuff like that. But the healthy positivity is like, okay, I got this, I can get I can keep going, you know, this is this is working out for me. It's hard, mm -hmm. but I'll keep going. Like that's always been like my um my mindset is just to keep going. So Yeah. Absolutely. Get, it's horrible. <laughs> like I'm like, I'm not gonna give up. I just that's not the way I wanna live my life. So Right. I definitely agree with that. It's like, if you give up, it's like, okay, we're, you're no movement. <laughs> like, you're not yeah, going to progress for sure. forward. Yeah. yeah, I was, I didn't think I would get to this point in my life. I, uh, oh, like, just having, it's, it's been kind of a, a whirlwind of everything that's happened since high school. But, like, I could have chosen to just give up, you know, after that major manic episode. Like, but then mm. I was like, you know what? I'm bored. I want to go. I want to go back to college. I want to do this. Um, but I did it in a safe way. So I, uh, I went, uh, I lived with my parents. And then um, I just learned a lot of useful stuff, like how to shop my, for myself, how to pick up my own medication, how to go to my own appointments, how to get gas, how to drive, you know, just all kinds of stuff like that. And then that gave me the building blocks for coming um, into harder things like applying for a new college, going to college, uh, away from home, getting a, let me see here, getting a full-time job, getting my own apartment, like just everything just kept building up. So, but um, I would just say, you know, never give up. So. Yes, I definitely agree. And I'm glad that you did it. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad you did too. I, I was listening to your podcast as well. Like the first couple episodes, definitely. <laughs> I was like, oh. oh my gosh, this person has so many achievements. This is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because um, having a mental health condition doesn't stop you, you know, it shouldn't yeah. stop you from achieving what you oh, need yeah, to. For sure. I mean, like, I've always decided not to identify as, you know, that girl with bipolar. Like, I've mm -hmm. always just been like, I'm me, you know, this is just a part of me. It's like, this is a tattoo on me, but I'm not defined by it. So, yes, absolutely. So, for this season um, of Rough Edges, it's kind of going into like mental health and the media. And yeah. so, in your opinion, 
Do you think that the media portrays mental health well or poorly? I think it's kind of a toss up because I think on one hand, um, people who are in the media, like, um, for example, Selena Gomez, I don't know if you know, but she was uh, recently came out as bipolar. Um, She has done so much for the for the community advocating and then like Halsey is also bipolar um, Mm -hmm. or has bipolar. and just all these celebrities, you know, normalize it. Mariah Carey, you know, just all these people. But I do agree that some people don't understand it and they can be very judgmental. Like mm-hmm. all of those uh, all of those things about different celebrities that are like they have public breakdowns and then all of a sudden bipolar and schizophrenia and stuff is just painted in a very negative light. So, but I think that they are starting to be a bit more positive in the media because they're becoming a little bit more accepting. Yeah, I agree with that assessment because it's kind of like a middle ground where it's like on the one hand, there are positive interpretations, but then on the other hand, it's like, you know, people take it negatively or they have a negative view of mental health conditions because of what they've seen in a movie or what they've seen in a show. Or as you said, like there was a public breakdown and everybody's like, oh, this is what that looks like, you know? So I agree with that assessment. Yeah. And in the beginning of my guide, I have a huge disclaimer, which basically says that they're like every, everyone is different. People with bipolar, everyone is different. There are so many different things. People have different levels of it. There's bipolar one, which is a little bit more severe. There's bipolar two, which is more consistent and showing a lot more. There's just like, it's so much that people have. It's a whole spectrum. So Mm -hmm. people can't really form one idea about it. Like it's, there's a general idea of it, but I've met so many people that don't match that. So it's just mm-hmm. kind of, it kind of is what it is when it comes to, uh, to people with bipolar. So. Yeah, absolutely. And I really love that you highlighted that people have different experiences, right? Cause we don't have like a poster child per se for, like, <laughs> every, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> for every single mental health condition that's out there. Like we don't have like a representative for that. So it's like, it doesn't have a look, you know, it doesn't look like any particular person or any particular way. It's just different for everyone. So I thank you for pointing that out as well. Yeah. um, I was just going to say, since we were um, on the topic of music earlier, that music is something that we really um, both identify with. And I mentioned Halsey is a, um, is a celebrity who openly flaunts bipolar which is really awesome that she does that she wrote an album entitled manic and it Mm. was literally written while she was manic and i listened to it and i'm like this is amazing (laughs) like if you could if everyone had this much creativity it's just it would be amazing but um just kind of as a um heads up i do have adhd so sometimes i do get like so distracted so that's that's another thing that I'm also getting through so 
Yeah, I should go and listen to that because I saw it come out, but I didn't actually listen to it. But I'm going to go and listen to that album <laughs> just to see like, okay, yeah, this is this is pretty accurate. Um, but yeah, <laughs> so I, I came across your profile on Instagram um, because I saw that the audiobooks, like you did a post on audiobooks, and I was so intrigued by it, and I was like, oh my gosh, like I never even thought of like audiobooks being like that, like form of media as well, because we always think of books, but we always forget that audiobooks are out there as well, so I wanted to ask you if you could share like some audiobooks or some like literary works that you would recommend for someone who wants to see a more accurate portrayal of mental health. Yeah, for sure. So um, from what I've listened to, um, some of these are really long reads. So um, if we want to start with the more manageable stuff, I would say, Why Has Nobody Told Me This Before by Julie Smith. That's a pretty Mm -hmm. good one. Um, She's a therapist and it's not just on bipolar, but it's depression, anxiety, just general therapy things where people are like, oh my God, how did you, how did I not know this? (laughs) You know, this is so much easier. These are like life hacks almost. Um, There is Getting It Done When You're Depressed by Julie Fast. She's a huge bipolar um, advocate in the Instagram community. So uh, probably one of my favorites starting out was Don't Sweat the Small Stuff and It's All Small Stuff by Richard Carlson. Uh, uh, My late grandmother gave me that book when I was uh, feeling really depressed and it gave me so much good good advice there um there were a lot I just (laughs) did a lot of things but Owning Bipolar um by Michael Piping and Joseph Schrand that's that's probably the biggest bipolar book around so um but yeah one day I do want to uh do my own audio book on bipolar uh, personally I'm just like I I'm kind of sick of seeing things written by like super smart people I guess or people who are like really really qualified that's like I just kind of want to have like my own like just a simpler version so that people actually get it yeah I agree with that and honestly when you do write that book or when you release that audiobook hit me up because I really want to be able to, I want to be able to read it. I want to be able to listen to it because mm-hmm. you're right. We need more stories or not stories, but you know, like we need more lived experiences in book, book and audiobook form, especially by people who are quote unquote everyday people, you know, because not everybody has a PhD, not everybody's a psychiatrist, you know? So it's like, why are they the only ones writing about these things? Like we should be able to write about those experiences as well, because it is our stories. It is our experiences as well. So yeah, I really love that. Thank you. Yeah. It's, um, there actually is an audio version, but it's like, it's a very basic thing. So it's just something I recorded in my living room. There's, you know, no, uh, there's no chapters on it. It's just straightforward. So it's like a whole 70 minutes long. Like it's, it's just something you can just put on in your car and listen to. Honestly, it's not on audible. So if people want to DM me for that, then for sure. <laughs> I'm open to it. Yes, most definitely. 
out of all the books that you mentioned, I'm really curious to know, like, which book helped you in your healing process? Hmm, that's a good question. There's actually one. It's not an audiobook, but it's probably the only book I read on bipolar that really resonated with me. I will be honest. It's called Welcome to the Jungle. And mm. it's basically everything you wanted to know about bipolar, but were too scared to ask. And I have to remember exactly who that author was. Um, it was, oh my gosh, uh, Hillary something. I might, you might be able to look it up while you're <laughs> here. Um, but it's amazing. She doesn't have an audio version of it, but oh my God, it, it inspired me. I was like, I want to write something like this. Like she's so blunt and doesn't sugarcoat anything. And she's just so hilarious. So, um, but my mother, uh, oh, it's Hillary Smith. Hillary uh, yeah, Smith. It's yes. Hillary Smith. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but anyways, that really helped me. Um, to be honest, I didn't listen to audiobooks until I was uh, actually out of college. So I was taking a course and then they were like, listen to this audiobook. And um, I think it was The Five Second Rule by Mel Robbins. She's, um, I love following Mel Robbins. She's amazing if you haven't heard of her before. So yeah, um, it was, uh, it was really good. <laughs> That's good. I really like that. I, I'm, I think I'm going to check out Welcome to the Jungle um, because I, I do need a little more clarity. Like I, I have an understanding of like bipolar disorder, but if I could get someone who could break it down even further um, (laughs) outside of all like the scientific terms, I would be so happy with that. Um, But yeah, thank you for sharing that. And I'm glad it was able to like help you change like the way that you thought about um, what you're dealing with, you know? Yeah, she just put it into um, such clarity. Like, she just did so many comparisons to things. Um, Just, I don't know, just some some of the most ridiculous stuff. Um, Gosh, I I have a copy, but I would definitely read from it if I had it right here with me. But it's so, so good. Um, But she doesn't use a whole lot of professional language. Like, she wrote it in her 20s as well. Uh, so it's very, you know, into, um, you know, the modern culture and so forth. It's not scientific at all. So, and personally, I prefer non-scientific things, <laughs> things that are just like, it just sounds like your best friend's talking to you. You know, it doesn't sound like you're being lectured because I have yeah. to say lectures do not appeal to me. Like <laughs> I like a TED talk, but I, I can't pay attention to them. I just, no. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. I'd rather just have like a sit down conversation about something than mm-hmm. just listening to someone lecture about it for like <laughs> two hours. So like, yeah. yeah. And yeah. if you like um, listening to people talk about stuff for a long time, um, but in an entertaining way, I would say there are two podcasts. One I saw you went on, it was um, This is Bipolar. Yes. And then the second one is the Bipolar Now podcast with Mike Lardy. That's a really good one, too. Um, He is, I actually um, have gotten to know him through his Facebook group um, that I'm part of. 
but it's really, really cool. And he's, he's a very down to earth person. So just listening to him, it's like, man, this is an enthusiastic guy. <laughs> like it's just, it's really good. And I think he's got like about 150 episodes or something on, on it, but he's just, you know, any other guy, but he decided to do his own podcast. And I think he's been doing it longer than this is bipolar. He was mm. probably one of the first bipolar podcasts, actually. Wow. Okay. I, I should check him out, honestly. homework. <laughs> 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 yes. <laughs> Checking out all the things. So I also did want to ask you um, about, like, just mental health and how it's portrayed in the media in general or even in books that you have, like, read and listened to. What are some ways that you think mental health could be portrayed better? in the media? Hmm, that is a good question. I mean, the way that the media is focused on things, it's very um, much that they they look for people to take a fall. Like, they don't really look at what they're doing that's good. They look at what they're doing that's bad. Mm-hmm. And if they, like, what if we had, you know, reports that were like, like Selena Gomez is feeling awesome, you know, or she's she's done all this great stuff. Or um, mm-hmm. like Kanye West, who has bipolar, like what if it was like Kanye West, you know, just did this amazing thing. He's survived, you know, for so many years without a, without an attack or without a depressive episode or something like that. Like if they actually celebrated things that, you know, we just, like normal quote-unquote normal or neurotypical people take for granted it's like Mm -hmm. wouldn't it be kind of nice if they actually like shared that instead of oh this is a major news story this person went berserk and you know killed a bunch of people like that it's it just doesn't portray anyone in a in a positive light yeah i agree especially with like you know a lot of like the movies and tv shows and even some books have been like portraying mental health conditions as like something that's really scary like you're really violent and you can't do anything that a normal person quote-unquote normal what even is normal but (laughs) (laughs) relative and right for that reason, I don't like reading people's memoirs. I I mm-hmm. am kind of frankly afraid to do that because I just, I don't know. A lot of people have things in their mind and then when they put it out, it's like, oh my God, they had this very scary experience. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have what I have anymore. You know, it's just like, I wouldn't want something to trigger me. So that's why I like um, listening to a lot of, most of what I like to listen to is like self-help stuff. And mm-hmm. just things that, you know, are like good and help you, you know, learn how to live life. Um, the Upside of Down does a lot of stuff like that where she yeah. she gives you so much good advice like that. Yes, absolutely. But yeah, memoirs, I'm like, mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> for me it was too intense (laughs) yeah and the dark times take up the bulk of the book I've noticed and I'm just like well (laughs) like are are there any good things that have happened so yeah I definitely agree with that and we just need to elevate 
more wins. I think just like, like you said, celebrating people more, um, like even the small things, like it doesn't have to be a gigantic thing that you accomplished or you got this like very lucrative degree or this wonderful career. Like that's not the only thing that we have to celebrate. You know, it's like, I got out of bed this morning. I went to work the full week, like, you know, little wins like that. We need to start celebrating a little bit more and encourage people. And I really like how with you, with your podcast, it's very faith-based and mm-hmm. that you felt, it sounds like, and I haven't, haven't listened to the whole podcast, but it sounds like you've um, really, you know, gotten in touch with your faith and you found healing through that kind of a thing, through God. And that's actually kind of what helped me the most was that mm-hmm. I would I would pray about everything. <laughs> like if there was something bad in my life or if I was having a manic attack, I would just pray. I'd be like, I just gotta like, please just get me out of here. Get me, just help me to feel calm. So, but, but just believing in something else other than ourselves really, really helps. Yes, most definitely. Um, And it gives you that hope, you know, like even if you don't agree with a faith based person, like you would still see that hope that is like coming from that faith. And that's the thing that keeps you going. It's that positivity that kind of just helps you move along. Because if you stay stuck in this one area or you get knocked down and stay down, like, you know, it's like, what's the point? It's like, that's not the healing journey. You have to get back up. And also just move forward baby steps and take it one day at a time, you know? Yes, that is definitely a good way to approach things. I agree. (laughs) Yeah, so Rebecca, I want to ask you one last question before we go. Um, Do you have any words of encouragement for anyone who may be struggling with mental health issues? Oh, that I have so many words of encouragement, but I'll try to keep it um, simple. I would just say, don't, don't give up, you know, just keep going. Like, like you stated, like I stated, just, you know, like if you fall down, you have to pick yourself up, learn from your mistakes. Don't keep making the same ones over again. Um, for me, it helps to write things down. Like I'm literally just like, okay, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do this. You know, and just, just don't give up because when you give up, that's when your spirit drops. That's when Mm -hmm. it's, it becomes difficult to live. So yeah, I would just say don't give up. Yes. I resonate with that. And thank you so much for that. And thank you for joining me today. Yeah, absolutely. I had fun. Yeah. And I would link all of your, um, like the Instagram account, most definitely. It will be in the show notes and you can find her again at Hello Bipolar Positivity. And it's amazing, guys. So definitely check it out. <laughs> and I, I want you guys to stay tuned for more empowering episodes on Rough Edges. Thank you for listening to Rough Edges. This podcast is available on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and more. For more updates on the Rough Edges podcast, please follow on Instagram at rough.edges.podcast. You can also visit the official podcast website at www.roughedgespodcast.com. 
If you have any questions or further suggestions for how this podcast can grow, please email at rough.edges.podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and have a wonderful day.